With the NowJobs app, you're only three clicks away from a new student worker. Let us introduce you to the NowJobs app. That's extra help in just a few clicks. No fuss, no administration. Download it now. Available in Belgium, the Netherlands, France, and soon in Germany. Now jobs. Get the job done. Ka-ching! Some podcasts do it for the fun. Some do it for the fame. Chad and Cheese, they do it for global effing domination. That's right. Bringing America to its knees was just the beginning. Now, they have their eyes set on conquering Europe. And they've drafted industry veteran Levan von Neuerhauser of Belgium to help them navigate the old country and bring HR's most dangerous podcast across the pond to trash talk like never before. Not safe for work in any language. The Chad and Cheese Podcast does Europe. Oh, yeah. Olympic curling is back. And Italy is kicking ass. So pass the Chianti and the fava beans, Clarice. You are listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast does Europe. I'm your co-host, Joel Hogged Stone Cheeseman. I'm Chad Macron. will save us all. So wash. And I'm leaving. Still waiting for Putin. Funny you know him. <laughs> and on this episode, U.S. unicorns are coming for European startups. We pop the cherry on Web3 and a little game of buy or sell. Let's do this. Europe has a bunch of countries in it. European. Talent. Intelligence. What does it mean? Imagine a world where it's easier for you to find and know your target group. Where it's easier to recruit and attract the talent you need from a European talent pool. Every year, thousands of corporate recruiters, HR departments and intermediaries rely on Intelligence Group to make that dream a reality. Intelligence Group is the European market leader in recruitment talent intelligence. With innovative dashboards and tailor-made research in 28 European countries. It is our job to empower you as a state-of-the-art, data-driven recruitment business partner. Recruiting with data is great. Recruiting with Intelligence Group is better. Learn more about our services at intelligence-group.nl Intelligence Group, market leader in European talent intelligence. I think the intro, there's never been a better intro for Belgium <laughs> ever. And leave it of Belgium. <laughs> and then he comes on and goes, this is still even. <laughs> yeah. like, we have ways to make you talk. Someone has to stay cool. We have a mystery guest, guys, as usual. We're very yes. excited. Who is it? Let's introduce Jan Vostorp, CEO and founder at Intelligence Group, an international data and tech company specialized in global recruitment intelligence. G DJ, welcome to the podcast. Yes, thank you, guys. Happy to be here. Let's let's hear a little bit more about you. Do you like the the summer walks on the beaches? What do you what do you do there in the Netherlands? Well, I like uh, I like the summer, especially now when it's raining here in Rotterdam. I'm also a very uh, <laughs> soccer game uh, fan. Okay. Of a Dutch club called uh, uh, Feyenoord, but uh, most of all, I'm uh, uh, I'm working uh, within my company, within my companies. I have several one of them, and I'm in started '99 uh, doing data and what uh, what is now known as talent intelligence. I didn't know the name. 
then, but 21 years later, we are doing that in 28 countries in uh, in Europe. Are there 28 countries in Europe? Europe has a bunch of countries in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> no, there, there are more countries in within Europe, but not a, in every country there's data or else not data collectible. I think there are about yeah. 35 or 36 European countries, but there are 28 within the EU. And I believe there were there was a moment that there were 29. It's it's hard to keep count knowing some of them will be Russian in a year. Oh, this hurts. So, Hirtian, do you do something similar like SIA, staffing industry analyst, or uh, is it different? Uh, yeah, though we are more focusing on the on the fixed contracts. So that we do a little bit of the temporary market, but uh, we are most most focusing on what is the behavior of candidates in the market and then looking for looking for a fixed contract so what drives them what kind of media do they use uh, that kind of stuff can we call you gj that's the big question <laughs> yeah you can because <laughs> trying to pronounce hirt yan all show is going to blow my head up so gj it's going to break you <laughs> gj sounds pretty good so gj for those that want to know more real quick where would they go to find out uh, more about intelligence group well you go to www.intelligence-group.nl Good enough for me. Let's get to shout outs. Excellent. I've got a shout out to Sonic Jobs. So Sonic Jobs received funding recently, and I believe you and Levin both gave them a thumbs down on the buy or sell. Uh, but Sonic Jobs actually rated number one in the UK apps by absolute growth in downloads from 2021 versus 2020, more growth than WhatsApp business or even the Indeed search app. So big shout out to McKill and the team over at Sonic Jobs. Supersonic. 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 Leaving what you got on shout outs, buddy. You're sure you're not mixing them up with Sonic Utes or something now? (laughs) Okay, okay. I've got a uh, shout out to Aileen David, who today is a country manager at Now Jobs. But she has just been promoted to general manager, and that on sich isn't uh, that spectacular. But the reason why she's promoted is pretty impressive. Their now jobs app will break the 100 million euro revenue this year, wow. which isn't oh, bad. Hell yeah. Indeed, wow. went back for an app which was launched only a few years ago and is just a build, starting from scratch. Focusing on flex jobs, students jobs, and launched only in four countries yet: so Belgium, Netherlands, Germany, and France. And growing over 100 million euros. So I see a, a big unicorn in the making. Oh. Wow. That is big. <laughs> Baby corn. All right, guys. Baby uh, corn, yeah. I'm, I've got a shout out for meetings. Now stay with me here. Okay. Meetings involving Europe are very hot right now. Uh, Putin has met with Xi. Chancellor Olaf Scholz from Germany is in Washington today. And Emmanuel Macron is meeting with Putin in Moscow this week. Interestingly, most of my life, Europe was solidly in America's camp. There was a pretty clear line of what side everyone was on. But now that connective tissue seems to be weakening. Maybe it's Trump's America first presidency. Maybe it's the way we left Afghanistan or maybe how we screwed France over uh, in, in favor of Australia on that submarine deal. Or all of it. But you're, or all of it. Or, or yes. But Europe seems very concerned about the U.S. commitment to Europe and doesn't want a Russia-China-Iran alliance breathing down its borders uh, with a weak America. So I'm curious from the Europeans on the show, what's the impression of American military uh, A dominant support at the moment? Well, first of all, 
We never complained when America was saving our ass in World War One, and we didn't complain when they did it in World War Two. So I guess we won't complain if you save our ass once again. <laughs> so we kind of still love the US. We don't want to pay for it, of course, and we think NATO should be self-sustainable. But I think now it's time to become more friendly to our American friends. <laughs> GJ, what are your thoughts on geopolitics? Well, this is difficult because I think in Europe we forgot to know what it's to be to take some pain, to pay for our own defenses, to uh, have it some a little bit cold when not depending on the Russian gas. And probably we should be a little bit harder mm -hmm. to ourselves and, and be straight to Putin and, and take care of our own business and not depending so much on the, the U.S. because uh, the U.S. is not good for their words anymore. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. That's some hard European truth right there. <laughs> well, US, US is more focusing on Asia. But now no, it's not the time to piss the Americans off, you know? <laughs> We're trying to get friendly again with them. I mean, we've been joking about them for years, but now it's time to renew the friendship and invite them to put our missiles in our background. <laughs> Yeah, but I think it's it's also incredibly important that Europe, EU, and UK take a stand. Uh, it can't it can't just be you know the the, the US coming across the mm. pond and and sticking our our freaking flag in the in, in the dirt. Uh, I mean, you guys really have to lead, and and we have to be leaders shoulder to shoulder. But we haven't seen enough of that. I don't think we see Germany kind of like waffling back and forth. So it'll be interesting. Not true. <clears throat> but the Germans are still a bit, well, they've done their fair share in Russia 70 years ago. So they don't want to do it again. And the French, well, they have the French Foreign Legion, but that's about it. So I'm not sure who's going to do it. Well, differing opinions from the Europeans. That's why we have this show, everybody. Yes. GJ, you got a shout out, man? I have two. I, first of all, I have a shout out to the Dutch Secret Service. Uh, they found out that uh, Chinese and Russian spies were recruiting high-tech talent, especially in the semiconductor industry in the Netherlands, by using fake LinkedIn profiles and using fake agencies. So they are doing now a social media campaign to warn everybody. <laughs> so this is really a, a serious uh, cool. thing because we are building with ASML uh, almost 80% of all chips in the world. This warning is very serious, uh, seriously taken. And my second uh, shout out is to smart recruiters by buying Attrax. And that's in the London-based company. Yeah. Friends of the show. Friends, everyone's <laughs> a friend of this show. <laughs> that's true. And they're going upstream and going, uh, well, Attrax is building very high-end and very beautiful recruitment sites also able to combine uh, the connection with several ATS systems. So this could be a smart move uh, from smart recruiters. Chad, we got some travel coming up. It's hard to think about that with snow on the ground here in the Knock US and wood, where we man. are. Knock on wood, But yes, we've got uh, May 6th, the e-Congress leaving. Tell them about your event coming up in May. Okay, May 6th, we have the probably the best e-recruitment congress in Belgium. I'm sure it's the best in Belgium, it's the only one. <laughs> but May 6th in Austin, we'll be talking about esports being uh, the new recruitment plaza, about uh, programmatics, about basically everything you've been talking about for years. We're going to talk about it again. We'll have some top-notch speakers coming from 
all around the world, but uh, mostly from Belgium and the Netherlands. Nice. We also have some Americans, some friends of the show, people from Ireland, from Scotland. And uh, the weather is going to be nice because we deserve it. It's in the seashore venue, Amen. so um, it's just going to be tons of fun. And we also have Chad and Cheese who are going to, Woo-hoo! did I tell you yet? You're going to live, live stream on LinkedIn. Live stream. I saw that live yeah. stream on LinkedIn. I was like, okay, now we now we need a, a LinkedIn master to make sure that we're well. Being yeah, streamed. we need LinkedIn to launch launch that shit soon uh, <laughs> to make sure that we can do it. I can do it. No worries. You're going to live stream. Woo! And, and for those that want to come, where can they find out more info, Levin? Uh, just put e-recruitment congress and Google, and uh, we should be on top. And maybe add Belgium in there if you're in America looking to, to go to Europe. Yeah, just in case. Okay, just in case, Belgium. But... Yeah, those uh, custom results for Google can be tricky uh, from hmm. country to country. And we're also, Chad, hitting up breakfast in the UK on uh, July 7th, I think. I have the date on that. Uh, we are owning the Disrupt Stage. Nebworth Park. And that's going to be a lot of fun, too. So our English friends will get to see us. Nebworth. The Woodstock of England, apparently. <laughs> All right, guys, you know what comes next. It's topic. All right, Chad and I talked a little Ada uh, on our weekly show uh, a few weeks back, but wanted to get some European uh, opinion on this. Here's a quick news summary from Ada, O-T-T-A. The London-based jobs platform has secured, secured $20 million in Series A funding. Uh, they're now planning to expand uh, a U.S. presence with an on-the-ground commercial team and double its product and engineering team in London. Auto was launched in January of 2020, so it's still in diapers. Uh, since then, it says it has gone from 1,000 applications per month to more than 5,000 a day. Uh, interestingly, angel investors include Indeed's co-founder, Paul Forster, Alex Buaziz of Deal, Ben Herman, and uh, he's the founder of Canvas, formerly of Canvas, and the leadership from Beamery. Uh, So who's excited about a new job board? Uh, Ten years ago, I saw something uh, similar as Alta, and I don't recollect the the name of the company, but I can remember them because it was smart ten years ago to have some questions to build a profile instead of building your CV. So when I saw that ten years ago, I thought, oh, thought that could be smart. But today, we are ten years later, and now it's not from this era anymore, but I filled in a profile. And what I think is good about Alta is that they enrich the the job profiles. So they enrich them with uh, uh, the bio from the founders. They have APIs with TechCrunch, Glassdoor. Uh, they really have salary benchmarks. So they en- enrich the profiles very smart. So if Alta was focusing more on being an enriching of job posting stool, that could be interesting. But to have a very niche job board within for high tech in London, well, that could be very old fashioned. I don't think that's very revolutionary. How do you feel about their uh, US expansion plans? Well, if you have 20 million and you want to go to the US, then then you can fly five times and then you're ready. <laughs> you can buy five flights. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And you're finished because you're out of marketing budget. And of course, with Putin, his army at the border, this is the perfect <laughs> yeah. time to move to the US. Any thoughts on their uh, their investor group? So uh, Paul Forster, uh, Indeed co-founder, uh, Deal, Ben Herman of Canvas, Beamery, uh, Beamery leadership. Uh, does that speak positively or, or sort of neutral on that? 
well, I wish I would, would have them as, a, as an investor because they are great names. So probably they see something that we cannot see. Uh, I hope so. But from a perspective as uh, on the very niche that they are focusing on, I cannot see it. I think basically they're doing what the candidate normally has to do for himself, like gathering information about the job he's going to apply for. So they're counting on people's laziness, which actually might work. <laughs> I think they're going to have a hard time getting known by job, speak job seekers. I mean, people are looking for a job for on average for six weeks and then they get hired. So they constantly have to advertise to new generations of job seekers, which is extremely costly and has been proven again and again. Most companies just can't keep up. So I'm afraid this is, uh, this is going to be a difficult one because they, as Geert Jan also said, they're not that revolutionary. They just gather information. It's like an aggregator for um, stuff on employers. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I actually built a profile. It took at least 15 to 20 minutes. So it wasn't fast. I, the, they talk about enrichment. Uh, you have to upload your PDF from LinkedIn. They can't even they can't even hit the LinkedIn API, and then when they do that, they only parse the titles. Then you have to fill in like three bullets per. So I mean, it, I don't know where this is going to end up, but where it is right now, I I don't see it as even close to revolutionary. And the 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 idea that they can now with a whole twenty million dollars now start invading the U.S. Yeah, I, I just it, none of this makes sense to me. No. So we're playing a little buy or sell later, but I, I'm hearing four sells on uh, on Ada. Is that <laughs> yeah. correct? Maybe maybe GJ has a hold on that on that buy. I don't know. Sounds like a Renstad investment to me. I will do sell. But what I don't uh, understand is if you look at this high tech talent, this high tech high end IT talent, maybe two percent of them are actively looking for a job, and so that that market is so small. And then doing a job board, that is yeah that that. That's not very smart. I'm with you. Yeah, a lot of this was echoed in our, in our weekly show. So uh, yeah, I'm glad we're all on the same page. Let's take a quick break and we'll get into some acquisitions. Europe has a bunch of countries in it. Everyone deserves their best job. That's what Fiji stands for. We make a big difference for independent recruiters with the strength of our fast-growing recruiter network. At Fiji, you can be your best self and work for the company you'd like whenever and wherever. We support you with the best digital and online recruitment marketing. We offer professional business development support, recruitment specialist training, and a bit of rebellious network meetings. Let's join strengths and help more professionals find the job they love. Celebrate recruitment and join Fiji at FYGI.nl. All right, guys, some, uh, some well-funded U.S. unicorns are, uh, or not even unicorns, but some unicorns, some just well-funded American companies are buying up some European companies. So let's go to the news here. Uh, the first one we're going to talk about is Phenom acquiring Tandemploy. Uh, so Phenom recently announced the acquisition of the company, a Berlin-based HR tech company founded in 2013. It's focused on solving key problems associated with employee experiences. Tandemploy's featured technology is a matching algorithm that recommends pairings among peers, mentors, project leaders, and subject matter experts by analyzing skills-based data and individual goals. Its European customers use it for employee belonging and for advancing organ organizational-wide goals. How very European. Phenom co-founder and CEO Mahi Bahareddy added, the move will rapidly accelerate growth in Europe, the Middle East, and Africa. A reminder that Phenom raised $100 million last year 
with a $1.4 billion valuation. So they have some money to play with. Guys, what are your thoughts on the Phenon tandem ploy move? I think it sounds like a Tinder for the workplace. And this might have worked 15 years ago, but not <laughs> anymore. A Tinder for the workplace? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like finding people and matching people with other people and and they even had uh had some kind of a it's not really a dating app but um <laughs> to put people together for for dinner or something like that uh, to match people so um, employees could uh, get to know each other better and blah 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 i think that's a, a luxury problem i mean today we're just happy if we can find someone and we can hire them and this is all the the soft blah blah hr stuff from <laughs> from 15 years ago <laughs> But maybe I'm too cynic for this. Where you see uh, smart recruiters going more upstream to the external uh, market, you see that Phenom is going more downstream. Because if I look at the website of Tendemploy, I see they are focusing on the internal market. And that's at this point where, where there are so many shortages on the market. The internal market is, is a market where you can develop people and keep people. Uh, there's a really retention market. So it could be smart uh, moving up there, but they are very small. They are 25 persons uh, big. And knowing from uh, Phenom that bought two years ago a Dutch company that was similar uh, in size, today they have one employee he left. So uh, I'm very uh, curious how that's going to develop. But it's a growing market, that internal, uh, that the internal labor market. So... Um, could be interesting. I mean, let's face it, most hiring companies are atrocious at internal mobility. And it's not that they don't do it well, it's that they don't do it at all. So now that internal mobility is a buzzword, especially during the great resignation, shuffle, awakening, whatever the fuck you want to call it. They need to retain talent. But most hiring companies are just talking about it and they don't know what to do about it. So this leaves a huge gap from a talent management standpoint uh, for tech companies like Tand Employ to jump in and provide solutions that work. The biggest problem these platforms are going to have to face, and this is squarely on Phenom, is finding out who is responsible and has budget for internal mobility. Is it HR? Is it talent acquisition? Who owns I am. I personally love this this acquisition. I think it makes sense. But that being said, Phenom still has work to do. I agree. If you're a big, big corporate company, you might need something like this. But for most companies, I would just say, get to know your people. You don't need software to know your people. I mean, talk to them. They say on their website somewhere, we develop software that connects people and knowledge and organizations. Okay, so knowledge. If you need knowledge on legal stuff, you go to the legal department. If you need knowledge on, on IT stuff, you go to the IT department. It isn't rocket science. And all those those um, solutions, they deliver a solution for, in my opinion, uh, not very existing problem. So interestingly, uh, Phenom used to be a mobile developer. They used to have a deal with a career board or career builder to build mobile sites uh, for their customers. Uh, my how things have changed. Phenom is now more valuable than a uh, career builder. But Byredi said in, uh, in an interview recently that an IPO uh, would be coming, quote, soon. Uh, and increasing the global footprint is a necessary move if you're going public. Um, I think the addition of Tandemploy uh, to Phenom widens their reach in Europe. 
Uh, it adds a second German office. Um, it also expands its operations in the UK, Ireland, Netherlands, France, Italy, Spain, Sweden, and Switzerland. So these guys are freaking everywhere. Uh, the tandem, tandem employee team will transition over to Phenom, including its co-founders and co-CEOs. So let's see, Phenom gets new customers, they get greater reach uh, in Europe, uh, and they also get the talent um, at the company. Uh, terms were not disclosed, but hey, when you have $100 million, who's counting? Uh, I agree <laughs> with Chad, this is uh, probably a pretty good deal at not a, a real big cost to them. With all the recruitment challenges you see in the in Europe, uh, and it's very difficult, more and more difficult for recruitment to fill all the gaps, you see companies shifting to internal mobility as keeping people or to retain people. But also, and we're talking, we'll talk about it uh, in a moment, uh, referral is also a tool that's really being used when yeah, recruitment is not uh, delivering anymore. I'll take that handoff, GJ. Thank you. Let's get into the uh, Radency first bird. First bird, flipping people off. Okay, recruitment marketing and tech company Radency formerly TMP Worldwide for the old timers, has announced plans to acquire First Bird, a vendor of candidate referral, a vendor of candidate referral programs. Vienna-based, Vienna-based First Bird will continue to operate under the First Bird name with CEO Arneem Walls at the helm. The deal is expected to close by April, subject to customary closing conditions and regulatory approvals. Financial terms were not disclosed, First Bird serves more than 1,000 clients, including McDonald's, T-Mobile, and Vodafone. What do we think about the Radency First Bird deal? I've always been a big believer in social referral and employee referral, and I think they might actually be onto something. I've never seen a company doing it exactly right, and I've never heard of stories where employee referral made for the biggest chunk in referral, but First Bird actually is doing a very good job in it. I think this is a good acquisition. I agree with Levin. But there, there are not any known uh, success stories about referral technology. No, that's right. <laughs> First bird can be one. But you at least need some recruiters who are fully dedicated to referral. But what I really find interesting in this uh, buying of First Bird is that they are integrated with over 40 ATS systems. And I think that's, that is very interesting for Radency because they now have their Trojan horse uh, into 40, well, systems in the market and they could plug their other technology by using the, well, the way that FirstBird already uh, made for them. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, Radency doesn't work that way. Uh, They like to do their own things their own way and everybody else get the fuck out of the way. But employee referrals, I'd like to point to what GJ just said, not known uh, success story. And there's one big reason why there's no success stories in employee referral tech is because talent acquisition doesn't see it as a problem. Talent acquisition automatically, either number one or number two of um, sources of hire generally are employee referrals and they don't have to do anything. They're fucking tripping over people, right? So there's no budget. That's usually spent in this. And if it is, it's really a pittance. It's really small. So this is never seen as being a problem throughout the years. So therefore, talent acquisition doesn't pay for something that they don't think is a problem. Then you have the the biggest issue that these employee referral platforms face is adoption. You get it plugged into a system. You can be integrated to a 
20,000 applicant tracking systems. It doesn't matter because if you don't have adoption, re-engagement, and if you're not constantly pulling teams in, not individuals, but teams in to actually draw out of their LinkedIn networks or what have you, then it's a bust. You're paying for something that's not getting used. So I personally don't think that Radency did their due diligence on this and understand the market enough to know that employee referrals and employee referral tech, until you can get the adoption piece down, you're fucked. Yeah, Chad, you and I have been talking about referral systems since what, H3 back in the early 2000s? <laughs> I mean, yes, re- yes. The referral business is just littered. Like, Sorry, Hans. It, it's almost as bad as the college <laughs> recruiting industry. Like, it's just riddled with death, destruction, and dismemberment. So, <laughs> why Radency yeah. does not have a long, uh, storied past of acquisitions that make sense if they acqu- make many acquisitions at all. And, like, this one's a real head scratcher to me. I don't know if this was like on the the clearance rack uh, in Europe and Radency just picked it up. If they have some good you know founders and tech talent that they want to bring them in, but this was just a total head scratcher to me. First Bird is a cute name. Uh, we made fun of them a couple of years ago at, at Wreckfest, and that was fun. Uh, they're having the last laugh because they got acquired, and we're still doing the show. But uh, again, total head scratcher to me why Radency did this and why anyone thinks referrals are still a good business. And it's firstbird.com. So Radency should actually just change their name to First Bird. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a second bird? Because I feel like it could be a a total like uh, binge worthy. Buying it right now. (laughs) Every year, just start a new bird. Third bird, 2024. Okay. Who's, who wants who wants to play a little buy or sell? I do. All right. I do too. Okay. Buy or sell. You know how this works, guys. We get three companies that have recently raised money. I'll read a little summary of each one. And then each of us will buy or sell that company and tell the audience why they are choosing buy or sell. Got it? All right. All right. First up is Alva Labs. Swedish startup Alva Labs has raised 11.7 million euros for its digital hiring tool that helps recruiters qualify and compare job candidates using data-driven candidate assessments. The company has a vision to help generate a bias-free job market. The solution tests across logic and personality, saving recruiters time, money, and resources while also increasing the chances they find the right person for the job. In 2021, Alva Labs tripled its employee headcount, expanding the team from 20 to 60, increased its candidate pool by three and a half times, and grew its international customer base by two and a half times. The company counts the likes of Deloitte as customers. Leven, buy or sell Alva Labs out of Sweden. It all sounds impressive and, and a digital hiring tool and bias free and marketing, blah, blah. But basically, <laughs> it's just another matchmaking platform. Like there are so many matchmaking platforms. And maybe, maybe, I don't know this one, maybe it's a very good matchmaking platform. And then it should be a buy because we all need definitely matchmaking platforms. Mm-hmm. But by promoting it that it's bias free, that's bullshit. <laughs> all platforms should be bias free. Sounds like a sell to me. Well, the buy it free was like uh, the marketing bullshit that Levin was talking about. Uh, what you see, in, in my opinion, is the assessment business is a, is a grow market. And a lot of venture capitalists are going into that market. Probably there are a lot of high margin to gain. But what I do not understand is why they are going to the UK. 
the UK market is, is the high, with the highest competition uh, within Europe. You don't get a feed on the ground. And if, and if you are a Swedish company going to the, into in the Netherlands or Belgium or Denmark or even Germany, but you don't go to the UK, that is a waste of time and money. So for me, that choice going to the UK makes it a sell. Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I do like that Alva Labs is looking to expand out of Sweden, for God's sake. Talk about a small market. I mean, I think that's smart going to the UK. I, but will it automate and scale? I think it will. Uh, do the founders have experience in this space? They do not. Competition is fierce in this space. And you talked about VC putting money into it because it's magic and it's elixir, baby. It can't be proven. Personally, I don't believe in psychoanalyzing anybody for a hire. For me, this is all just a Zoltar stuff, right? Madam, what was the, what was the madam leaving? Ma- Madame Soleil, Madame Soleil. Madame so this is Madame Soleil bullshit. I'm not buying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll take a diff. I'll take a different approach. Fuck it. Uh, so yeah, they're talking about the UK, but thank God they're ta- they're not talking about conquering the US like almost every startup <laughs> out of Europe yes. is doing. And and I've talked a lot about companies that are rad being money machines in terms of getting investment dollars. So rad, if you forgot, is remote, automated, and diversity. And these guys check off automation and they check off diversity. So that means they're going to get more money to build this thing and maybe make it competitive. So I will be the discerning voice here and give Alva Labs out of Sweden a buy rating. Now let's get to Jobzilla. I mean, Jobilla. Jobilla. Yeah. Fins are so (laughs) weird. All right. Finnish talent acquisition startup Jobilla has secured 8.25 million euros. This follows a 2 million euro seed round just a year ago. Founded in 2015, Jabilla combines AI-powered candidate filtering, a mobile-supported funnel, and top marketing strategies that ensure the best candidates see the job opportunities. Based in Helsinki, Jabilla has grown 150% in revenue from 2020 to 2021 and is ready to further expand its operations, especially in the German and, here it comes, U.S. markets. In the U.S., Jabilla's clients include companies such as Pfizer and Get ready for this. Arkansas Surgical Hospital. Guys, buy or sell Jabilla. I'm basically just because I don't like their name. <laughs> but um, I, I think a good name is very important. So they should rethink their name. No, but um, the German approach is a good idea. And the German market is probably one of the most important markets in Europe right now. And the American dream, well, you can't blame them for dreaming big. But uh, no, I'm not really convinced. Yeah, I always like startups. So you you probably have to be supportive to any entrepreneur who's going, who's putting his soul in into his company. But if I'm looking to Jobilla, um, what I'm missing is the word programmatic. So what I what what you see in their solution is a is a distribution of of vacancies by social and. If people like the vacancy, they click and they do an assessment, again, an assessment. If they had been into programmatic, that probably should have been a buy because programmatic is, uh, there's not not much programmatic in Europe. But I think that's mainly hand-done work, what they are doing. Yeah, it's sell. (laughs) 
It's a sell. <laughs> All right, Chad, you going to buck the trend or not? Oh, so here's here's a quote from their uh, one of their founders. Our solution is really not brutally competing with any other company in this $500 billion plus market because there is no one that is thinking of recruiting so purely from the candidate oh. experience. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Henry. <laughs> I, I think I think Henry needs to wake up and just pay attention to what the fuck's going on around him. Will it automate and scale? Yes. I think GJ is, is 100% correct. When I was looking at this, I was looking at some type of programmatic ability to get targeted distribution. Didn't see it. Do the founders have experience in the space? No. And the big no-no here is that they have a quote unquote digital marketing suite of solutions on their website, which means they're competing with possible channel partners, early adopters, and acquirers. I give these guys a big no way thumbs down. Although if you're on Netflix and you like Border Town, that is a Finnish murder mystery that you'll love. So go to Netflix Border Town. You'll like that. Well, that's a buy on the Netflix series, but yes. a sell on the company. All right. I'll, I'll make this quick because I want to I want to get to Cleoverse. <laughs> so stay in Europe. It might be a buy for me if they weren't talking about the US, uh, but they're not. And frankly, if Arkansas Surgical Hospital is one of your press release companies, <laughs> That mountain is too high for you to climb, Jabila, <laughs> even even with that massive 10 million euro bank account. So big sell from me. And that Ooh. makes it a, uh, a, a sweep of, uh, of sales there. All right. Let's get into Cleoverse. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. All right. Stick with us here. This might go in crazy places. So Futurama time. Web3. The first time we've said that on the show, I think, Chad. Uh, Web3 startup Cleoverse has raised $1.2 million. The Finnish, yes, we're back to Finland, uh, startup <laughs> has developed a new way to help talent find jobs at DAOs on Web3 and aims to showcase proof of talent via NFTs to combat today's inadequate and old-fashioned practices of the traditional job search. Cleoverse helps freelancers create a professional identity in Web3 using blockchain. Cleoverse <laughs> hands out <laughs> NFTs to visualize an individual's Web3 proof of talent Doesn't based on the projects like that they've completed with decentralized autonomous organizations or DAOs. The uh. company says they want to replace the need for, quote, old fashioned CVs that don't give a realistic image of the candidate's experience and skills. To date, Cleoverse has over 100 DAOs on its platform and a few dozen projects hosted already by the time of its launch, with over 1,000 users signed up for the platform. Does anyone want to buy Cleoverse? <laughs> yeah, I think two guys were sitting at a bar getting drunk and placing a bet. <laughs> I can make one million just by... <laughs> Inventing something which says uh, NFT yes. and uh, Bitcoin and blockchain, and then someone will invest. And yes. I think it worked. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. They must be thinking, what can we launch, including blockchain and NFTs? <laughs> and they came up with this, and, and one person at least was stupid enough to invest, I guess. So are you buying the fact that they actually raised money? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm buying the fact he raised money. I kind of appreciate that. He's okay. Somebody, yeah. But uh, no, no. That's a sell from Laban. Yeah, that's a sell from Laban. All right. 
Well, they could be brilliant, very brilliant, that we don't understand it. They are from outer space or 10 years ahead of us. (laughs) Could be. Chances are small, though. No, to, uh, paying in NFTs or NFTs, well, it's, it's no, no, <laughs> no joke for me. That's a sell. Yeah. Is that a sell from GJ? Okay. <laughs> yes, it's a sell. Chad, you going to make it a streak? Oh my God, dude. Oh, I, first and foremost, I don't believe hiring companies are, I mean, anybody even understands what the fuck a decentralized autonomous organization is, right? A DAO. You don't? Yes. Sorry. 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 And, and we are like one of the slowest adoption rate segments, I, I, I think, in business. So I guess the question is, are they trying to get business to adopt this or are they trying to create these new decentralized organizations. I don't understand what the fuck is going on here. So I, I've got to sell. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. All right. That's three cells and I'm going to make it a clean sweep. I think. All okay, right. This is just awful. Uh, this is simple profiting off the blockchain trend. Yep. It reminds me a little bit of uh, remember ICOs initial coin offering. Yes. Uh, we yes. had that scam in our space uh, and people made millions. Uh, here comes Web3. With more scams, um, if there are any winners here, uh, and I'm super skeptical, it'll be 20 years from now, and I will be comfortably numb in the metaverse with Posh Spice by then. So this is a big sell from me, although it is very amusing. All right, guys, that's another game of buy or sell. A lot of selling in, in, that, in, that, in that one. Yes, so <laughs> thanks for joining us, everybody. A uh, big thanks to Hirtz. Here to again, where can we find more Intelligence Group? Well, you can find me on LinkedIn. And of course, Intelligence Group is www.intelligence-group.nl. Excellent. Guys, if you want to hear more episodes out of Europe, more Euro goodness, check out chadcheese.com backslash Europe. Boys, it's been fun. Yes. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. But until then, we, we out. out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? podcast the chad the cheese brilliant they talk about recruiting they talk about technology but most of all they talk about nothing just a lot of shout outs of people you don't even know and yet you're listening it's incredible and not one word about cheese not one cheddar blue nacho pepper jack swiss so many cheeses and not one word so weird Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.